0: When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento.
1: Sacramento. Turner Sparks and Sir Michael Ira Kaplan are on a quest to explore every town in America through
2: the eyes of the scumbags, scoundrels, and world touring comedians who grew up there. Who knows what they'll find out? This is
3: Lost in America.
2: Hi everybody! Welcome to Lost in America, episode 179. Kaplan. Yeah. My I'm name is a, Turner Sparks. With me a, is Sir Michael Ira Kaplan. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at K A P. Captain America on Instagram. On the podcast today, we have Misha Kalin, stand-up comedian. Misha Kalin calling us in from Belarus.
1: Yeah, he's a young man from he went from Milan to Minsk and he's going to give us all about it. Or he's, he's in Minsk. He's from Minsk.
2: One of our <laughs> I, favorite. I mean, Belarus has really been in the news recently, Kaplan. So we says to ourselves, we got to find somebody in Belarus. I said, ooh, my old friend Misha Kalin. We've been friends for, I don't know, 10, yeah. 15 years at this point. We started our comedy careers careers together at the Drunken Clam in Suzhou, China. Um, we were living down the street from each other. And now since recently, I think the last couple of years, he's moved back to Belarus. Now that the Belarusian president has made news for calling for the cure for coronavirus, he calls vodka and saunas.
1: It's He's, vodka and saunas. He's kept most of the country open, is my understanding. Yeah, they're so. not
2: social distancing, so this is a real test case. We're gonna call Misha later to figure out what's going on, but before that, Cap, I have yeah. should what? I do my Zoom announcements? I mean, I'm a Zoom comedian. Yeah, so let's break some that. Zoom
1: news. Break yeah. some
2: Zoom news, guys. Stand up comedy. My last show I did was on May, I mean March fifth or sixth. I want to, I say something like that. Right wow. now. I will be, I didn't know that that would be it. Did you do a really good set that day? And not knowing it, or you didn't know? I think it was pretty good. Yeah. My last show was at the living room show, Postmark Cafe Oh, good in uh, Brooklyn, New York. And now my first show back will also be at the living room show, Postmark Cafe. But instead of being at Brooklyn, New York, instead of being at Postmark, we're doing this on Zoom. So we used to do this show Friday nights, every Friday at 8 p.m. in Brooklyn, we would have this show. So now we are going to have this exact same show. For every this Friday night, we're testing it out. Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's myself and Aaron Camino Smith, the guy I started the show with. We're going to do it on Zoom. If you want to get into that show, you need to. You can register. I'll have the link up on turnersparks.com under my shows. Uh, So click through my shows and find it. That's on uh, Friday, May 8th, I think is the date and click the link, reserve your seat. It is a free reservation, but reserve it. And then you will get emailed a zoom link where you can zoom into this show. I think we only have, we made 50 tickets available about 12 hours ago. We have like 11 left, so we might have to make some more available, but either way we're running low. So do it immediately
1: and make sure to drink two drinks at home while your are watching
2: two drinks at home next monday 9 15 p.m gus tate and i are linking up with the new york comedy club and we're doing another show so that's 9 15 eastern on monday you can watch me yeah. or 8 p.m eastern um sorry 8 p.m eastern monday i mean friday may 8th 9 15 p.m eastern monday may 11th that's it now let's get to the show Cap. Okay?
1: All right. What do we got today? How are you doing? <laughs> doing good. How are you, man? There was a lot of How's...
2: announcements to get through. I apologize. We also have Patreon subscribers. Should we get to we... them?
1: Oh, yeah. We we are. Um, this is our free show, but we do have a more important show, obviously, which is our Patreon show. We have got 10 new subscribers Much since more...
2: last week. We've had 10 <laughs> subscribers this week, which is yeah. insane. So that show... We do it every Tuesday through Friday, every single week. So Monday is here for free. If you want the extra four days, it's for $5 a month. You get the extra four shows a week. It's just me and Cap. No guests. We're talking every day. Cap, our our shout out to all of our new subscribers this week. We have Ann Patton. We Hmm. have Henry Bone Ellis, the great Henry Henry Bone. Bone Ellis. We have Casey Ellis, his wife, who was, I I promise, I I don't know, I've known Casey my whole life. I've actually never met Henry Bone in person, but we gave Henry Mm. Bone a shout-out without Casey. So Casey Ellis, they're they're both in Dallas, Texas. We have Eric Wolf signed up in Denver, Colorado. What's going on, Eric? Kim Trogio, also in Denver. We have Turner Woodard out there in Indianapolis, Indiana. We have Peggy Haydn in Carlsbad, New Mexico. We have Linda Van Dam, I believe, in Sacramento, California. She is in Sacramento or maybe a suburb. Pat Godlove, also in Sacramento. David Saban, who is an old college he is a fraternity brother of Gary mm. Sparks's as his Turner Witter
1: I, Sigma I, Chi baby
2: Sigma Chi I remember I said the other day that these people were all it was the big um, Gentile fraternity I have been it corrected was. David Sabin is in
1: fact Jewish oh yeah Sabin's a Jewish last name so there you he go he was the one brother Goldstein gave him a tour Brother Goldstein. yes exactly. <laughs> they have to have a token they have to have one and rounding it out
2: we have my cousin Terry Headley out there in Portland Oregon so we are covering oh and Ann Patton is in a uh, oakland alameda so We get the um, whole country the, covered
1: right now we have the this entire is great country
2: we have people signing up all over the country uh we have 44 45 subscribers we're making 262 dollars a if, month
1: if we get to um uh 400 a month we're for those of you who haven't subscribed yet we're gonna do a big party in new york city we're gonna right? have a yearly should we call it a convention it's almost like convention Comic-Con. yes like comic con yes. Lust in america
2: con <laughs> yes loser con Louis loser Collins. con loser con that's good
1: loser lands i don't know we're 132 we're dollars
2: away from that cap from we you and i host it it's we do a live podcast at a comedy club we have a happy hour before or a drinks after we haven't decided we'll exactly yet. yeah maybe a Depending. reality tour maybe we take people around new york city we go to the friars maybe we go all over the place <laughs> who knows we'll
1: see we'll see what we haven't planned it all out yet we're doing something is the point but so, the point is,
2: it's on us because we're starting to make a little money. And it's over only
1: there. for Patreons, though. You got to be a patron. None of you. I don't care how many free episodes you've listened to. You're not coming to our party. None of you gin poppers. Yeah, exactly. Zero so, percent. Now, and, Cap, and, and, and you're and you're also missing out on like when Turner says, "How you doing?" If this is the Patreon show, it would have launched into a whole story about another fight I witnessed in my park. Outside, I see parks every day, but I don't. You know, I don't know. How I give them these stories to the free people. You so see to fights to the every I, day. Yeah, I'm, people. It's boiling over. People are like a, a soccer ball gets kicked by accident, innocently by a kid, and hits somebody who's walking by. Tensions are so high that the woman just loses it and starts screaming. I guess I am telling so. The woman just loses, it, starts screaming. The guy kicked the soccer ball and yells, "You, what are you fucking doing?" And then a little girl rides by in her bike. And then the girl yells at him. Look what you made me do! You made me curse in front of a little girl. Like she's blaming the soccer guy. That's how tense everyone is right now. It's always between people walking dogs and not. You dog- made it's- me. I-, I believe the kids call that <laughs> gaslighting. That's gaslighting. If I'm it was using fantastic. it correctly, you made was me really- do this. This you thing. made me curse because the soccer ball accidentally hit her. Oh my god! Uh, that's how tense everyone is in Long Island City. So we're tense, and every day on the pitch in show, I unload a little bit of the tense. I give it to people, so I give you the stories, what's going on. You
2: unload your frustration onto others. I, I pass it along, exactly. You pass it and, along. Cap, we, we have important Turner's business. we sitting there
1: chilling in Arlington. Yes, what's I'm going on? i chilling
2: in Arlington, Virginia. Yeah, we have important business to get to, Kaplan. We've talked about this on the Patreon show. We have, and we've talked about it on the main show, we have Red Circle, who is this company who's helping us to get advertisers for this show. But in the meantime, they have this idea um, before we get advertisers, we can pick a podcast partner. That means another podcast that we maybe record a little ad for them. We send it their way. They record a little ad for us. They send it our way. We advertise their show on yeah. our show. They advertise our show on their show. And we see if quid we can, pro quo. Yeah, if we could quid, quid pro quo, as our president would call it. And we'll yeah. see if we can um, cross pollinate. Our listeners. Mm. So what I thought we should do today, I, I sussed through it all because there's hundreds of podcasts over there. I picked the top five mm. and you we'll and decide. I can decide which ones to go for. Now, I realized immediately some of these are below us. Mm. And I mean, they don't have as many listeners as us. Do we want to help them out? Frankly, they're not as good as us. These we have, but we all there's also some that are above us. If we get so many subscribers, they might get double the amount of we do. So I wanted to put it, and then some are right at our level. So much like applying for college, I wanted to set this up where you pick the schools you want to go to. You have a dream school, you have a dream pod.
1: Okay, you're just
2: applying to aspirational, and then you have your safety school. Safety school, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go through uh, these one by one. University of Miami was your safety school or your dream school? It was my I think I can get in school. Yeah. My dream school, I think, was Boston College. I'm glad I didn't go. I didn't get in. Wow. I wouldn't have gone there I anyway. I can't stand that whole region of the United States.
1: Okay. Yeah, that would change going. everything about you. Everything about <laughs> me.
2: Um, let's go. Here we go. First one, and I want you to give me some feedback. First school, there's a I mean, first podcast. There's a podcast called Connor Wanders. Mm. Hosted by someone named Connor Moore. Oh. It says, from politics and current uh oh. From politics yeah, well, yeah. and current events to book reviews and topical rants, Connor lets his imagination and his mouth run wild. Mm. Now, my first I,
1: thought here is this, too, this is too close to us. I don't think we want to do this. Yeah. Do you know this guy, Connor Moore? Have you heard of him? Is he a comedian?
2: I don't know. No, I don't know who this is. This is just Red Circle had suggested him. Maybe you'd want to do it with him. He has about the same amount of listeners as we do. But I think let's skip this one because. Uh,
1: I don't like anyone named Connors, frankly.
2: Good point. I have one friend, Connor <laughs> Nolan. He's a nice guy. Besides him, uh, everybody's out. Every other Connor. Oh, Connor.
1: Out. His name's Connor. I thought it, okay. Connor wanders I, Yeah,
2: I, I, but my, I don't think it's good because we don't want people listening to something that's like us. What, so no. What I'm, if he? What
1: if he has a better imagination and a wilder mouth than us? Exactly. Don't we want, don't want a wilder lose mouth. Lose people. No. No. We don't want anyone better than us. Let's they call be us the wildest mouth in the West.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So next one up, winning cures everything. Now this is a sports podcast, and after I went through connor wanders i says the rest has to be sports because we don't do sports but i think right. sports people would like us also here's the thing there's another section for politics and i skipped that because i think if you listen to a politics podcast you're probably smarter than us and mm. you don't want to get your politics from us interesting theory but if you listen to sports you're probably dumber than us and if you would think <laughs> we're smart by getting your politics from us, you think... You know, it's like the people who get their politics from the punk bands or from yeah. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Those people are our morons.
1: Well, they think <laughs> they're smart, though.
2: Yeah, but then they think those people are smarter than them. But if you actually <laughs> right. are smart, you look at those people and you're like, oh, these people are idiots. So... We're going to stick with sports people and try to draw them in. So yeah, I think it's a an similar
1: answer. demographic.
2: Yeah, so here's one. It's called Winning Cures Everything. This is their description. We do picks, previews, sports, and guy talk with Gary Seegers and Chris mm. Gianni. Giannini. I- these guys focus on college football, the NFL, and sports gambling, but the conversation hits on all sports in the offseason, along with whatever topics are interesting. What do you think about that, Cap?
1: Well, I, first of all, their title, I don't know, winning cures everything. It's not very catchy, but um, I i don't think we sh- I normally would be like, yeah, a gambling partnership could be good, but I'm thinking more short-term. Maybe we circle back down the road, but short-term, I mean, there's no sports right now, so I can't imagine what they're even t- – I mean, unless they can come up with like – night uh what are the countries belarus who we're gonna we're gonna talk about later um there's one nicaragua soccer uh there's korean baseball the the places that are still
2: having sports
1: if they can be experts in those things so i can gamble and make some money then then they have something to give me but i don't know how many people other people are big enough generous that are listening to that so i feel like they're they're not they're not gonna help us right now they're gonna help us maybe down the road Maybe, but let's keep going because
2: a lot of the rest of these are sports. So we don't want (laughs) to nix this whole idea immediately. Right.
1: Okay. Um, But I This This will be
2: homework for our listeners. Go listen. Let's all go listen to Winning Cures Everything. We'll come back next week. And you guys can, uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can email us directly. You have the email address. We can decide together if we like this show or not. Okay. Next up, Cap, the Texas Water Polo Podcast. Ooh, now this I like. This one's specific, but I looked it up. They have about the same amount of downloads as we do. So they're doing something right and we don't have we don't have we're we're not anything small with the podcast market we're doing all right so this says all things water polo in the lone star state brought to you by the creators of total water polo (laughs) here's a couple things i like one it's in texas we've already established that's a good market for me texas loves me i love texas yeah the great state number two beautiful people it might become its own country i might move there i might need to zero in right that's all for that. Let's put, the, put a pin in that. Let's keep going. Next up, these are suggested by Red Circle to us. The Coz and Brew Show. The Coz and Brew Show is a weekly NBA podcast, including fake sponsors and sketch comedy, brought to you by NBC Sports, Aaron Bruski and Cozy Chinayani. Now, can I tell you why I brought this one up, Cap?
1: No fake sponsors?
2: Because I've been listening to Aaron Bruski's podcast for like three years. Oh, I am familiar with this show. And Aaron Bruski is from Sacramento. He lives in Sacramento. He covers the Kings.
1: That's a good one. This is his his NBA
2: wide podcast, but he is a Kings guy. I think we can get a lot of crossover (laughs) Sacramento people. All right. We open our show by saying, uh,
1: uh, yeah. The Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: Yeah. What do we say? Something I pump up, you know, (laughs) I will pump pump up Sacramento. Yes. So that could be good. Okay. Okay. Last option. Trumbull Dads. I looked this up. This is a real podcast. Now, Trumbull, Connecticut. Dad's from Connecticut. Wait, talks is to- Joe Garrick's on this pod? Joe Garrick's is from Trumbull, Connecticut. Yeah. If he's not on this pod, this sh- he should be. Dad's from Connecticut talking NFL. Oh, he's not, he's not a dad, pod, I guess. And the kids playing soccer. Now, I think this is out, but I think we should give this one to Joe Garrick's.
1: Whoa, 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 I Any podcast that is, talks about kids playing soccer and their kids playing soccer, Ooh. I mean, this is – This is huge crossover potential as someone who, I mean, I was supposed to coach yet another season of Teddy soccer this year. It got, it unfortunately got canceled. Um, unlike, unlike other sports just suspended their years, our season was canceled. So the dreams, but I am dreaming of a day down the road where I'll be coaching soccer again. I have a lot of experience. So I feel like we have some crossover, uh, You know, maybe I can be on there. I could get some tips. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, you could be a guest. All right, well, let's put – let's. so these are the ones we're going to save.
2: Yeah, and I
1: like the Texas water polo. I would like to save them too because it's so random. Like I don't know anything about water polo. I find that educational. But would their listeners like us? I think so because uh, what what is a water polo? I don't know. What, What do you think a water polo listener was like?
2: Well, we talk about, do we talk about water? I mean, I drink water on the air <laughs> when we're recording.
1: So there is some. Yeah, um, I don't I know did, about that. You're right.
2: We don't talk a lot about water polo.
1: I don't know any. I played water polo like as a kid, you know, that was the game where you throw the ball. You're in the, you're in the pool, right? Yeah, Your it's goalie. like Marco Polo with
2: a ball. I think that's where. it No, got you have stand.
1: goals, you, and you, you have to, it, it pays off to be tall. I think because it's like you can dominate the deep end.
2: Our high school Jesuit high school had a very had like the number one water polo team in the state or something, and they were all very tall. That is true.
1: Yeah, you might be. A, it might be a juicier audience though than we like to. I think attract. it might be.
2: I think you're right. Yeah, it's a little bit. Um, it's like surfer jock is their mm-hmm. audience. Yeah,
1: lacrosse. Yeah, I don't. like Yeah, fuck that's them. not us. That's not, not us. us. No. So
2: let's listen to the Coz and Brew show. I'm going to stick to them because that's Sacramento. And I genuinely think people might already know me who listen to that show as a fan. Right,
1: listen to that. And I'm to Trumbull
2: Dads. Trumbull Dads and Winning Cures Everything. Those are the three. We'll pick one next week. How about that? And, and right, I can yeah. tell you, I don't want to say which is which, but one of these is clearly a reach. One is clearly right on target. And one's a safety school. All right. I think and, you yeah. can pick. I think you can decide which one Trumbull Dads might be.
1: I don't want to give it away
2: Kaplan, Misha Kalen is on the line Let's bring him in
1: Patch him in Patch him in
2: With Misha Kalin, what's up, yes! dude? How's it going, hey, man.
3: man? Hey, uh, the pod. Hey, uh, I'm honored to be here.
2: Misha in Belarus, in Minsk, right? Minsk. Minsk. I knew I would. <laughs> I knew I would pronounce that incorrectly, right? When I said
3: uh, Minsk. Minsk is my safe word.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> how's it going over there, man?
3: ah well uh listen it's it's going well it's finally warming up we still had snow it would snow like uh, occasionally in april so that sucked but in terms of uh the COVID pandemic man we're like uh, one of the we're probably the only country who doesn't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yeah. know so
2: what um let's start with why
3: uh, because our president thinks that you can cure it. Uh, first of all, he's a he's like a COVID denier, you know, he's like a flat earther. And he thinks that as long as you go out and you like uh, uh, go out into the field and uh, drive a tractor and you work and you uh, play ice hockey. And uh, pet cute animals, you're going to be healed. And I swear to God, this is like direct quote. Basically, I'm paraphrasing, but this is literally what he said. Oh
2: yeah, I believe it. We read one of his stories on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Or what his? The big headline was that he believed uh, saunas and vodka. Vodka. Yeah was the cure
3: yeah well lots of people thought saunas like joe rogan uh, was saying that sauna might (laughs) (laughs)
2: jimmy schubert jimmy schubert on our (laughs) show a couple weeks ago agreed with the president of belarus and what did he do did he have
1: you guys did he have free saunas for people (laughs) like could everyone come to a sauna for free let poor people in. everybody
3: a lot of people have saunas, you know, oh. live in, in the countryside and we have like public saunas, which is, you know, obviously a terrible idea, but I guess <laughs> sauna, is, it's sauna is generally good for you for like, uh, keeping your uh, immune system sort of better. Right. Uh, so I guess maybe it works like that because I mean, it's a very complicated issue, right? Like those, uh, uh, machines that ventilate your lungs, you know? At first, people are like, hey, let's put everybody on them. And then we're like, oh, shit, they kill people, you know? And then it's like uh, masks, <laughs> they save you, right? But if you wear uh, a mask for too long, it's actually has got a bunch of germs and you're more likely to get sick, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, they, that's what they say.
2: They were telling us a month ago or two months ago not to wear masks. They're like, do, absolutely do not. And then they, exactly. just, they just flipped.
1: Yep, and they're like now everyone right. needs one. Well, they were so they were saying that yeah that we were taking them from healthcare
3: workers who needed them, and we were we didn't need them. It didn't prevent, and they was oh whoops
1: actually help. Well,
3: know, well also uh, right, and I you can wear the uh, N95 those 3M masks that we used to wear uh, in China all the time. I don't know if you did, but. During the small times, during the AQI 300 plus, we would wear those all the time. So I was quite well versed. And I knew that, you know, those, they like uh, basically all the tiny, tiny particles do not come through. So those might protect you from the virus actually going in. But those other just cloth uh, masks, they just kind of protect others from your Spit and everything, but hey, in Belarus nobody wears <laughs> any. <of> yeah, <laughs> is that true? It, no one wears a I mask. Did, I mean, like twenty percent of the people. You go out into the street, and and honestly, when it was like a uh, hundred and fifty people uh infected, more nobody. people w- wore them than now. It's like fifteen thousand, and everybody's like, ah, we're just gonna fucking die, whatever. <laughs>
1: And what about you the know, vodka? Is everyone was everyone taking up uh, his advice and getting drunk, and, or is it just bubble?
3: Yeah, but that's like nothing has changed. You know, yeah. Belarus. If you look at the um, uh, countries uh, who drink the most, we are we are always tied with Moldova for number one. Moldova is that yeah. even a country still? That's a country. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's a country. I mean, there's there's a part of it that's still like part of the Soviet Union. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's complicated, but yeah, for sure. So,
2: what is daily life like? Is it just exactly the same as before?
3: Uh, pretty much. I mean, listen, uh, for instance, today, I barely, uh, I have a little shop downstairs in my apartment building. So I go out there and I, I mean, I am a responsible citizen of this planet, you know, so <laughs> I do my part, you know, but I do have to go out cause my ex-wife who's a great friend of mine, you know, but she's uh, she's a teacher and now she has to teach remotely. So I have to babysit. She's got like a three-year-old baby. Who's? I mean, toddler? Whatever. Is that your? Is that your baby? No, no, no. <laughs> but but she's my goddaughter. But ah. uh, and also my son, who's twelve now, by the way. And wow. but he's you know he's giant. Uh, ah. Turner saw him when he was probably was like also tiny, like I knew five him when or he was six. like two,
2: three, four, five years old.
3: Yeah, exactly. Now he's twelve. He's like a skater and everything. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean,
2: is he? What's he doing? Is he in school or is
3: school? Canceled? No, uh, school. Uh, uh, some schools, they force you to go to school. Our school. Wait, <laughs> they force you to go to school? I swear to God. I swear to God. Yeah. And and I, I'm moving to Belarus. <laughs> many people, well, many do, people you go, do that.
1: Do you guys have a right of return? Because we, uh, the Kaplins, turn, I don't know if you know this, Belarus is where I'm from. Oh, oh the, for the, real? The Cap, well, it wasn't called Belarus then, though. It was before it was a country, but that area of the world. Right, that, right. That's yeah. where the Kapunskis was- are. For, yeah, so maybe I could come back there. I don't. It wasn't in Minsk. I don't know what town we're from, but I gotta look that up. But maybe we can come because yeah. so I just I'll go anywhere to put the kids in school. That's my point. <laughs> I
3: gotta get Dude. out of my house. Hey, you you gotta come for like the soul searching. You know, Adam <laughs> uh, Adam Levinson. He he did that in Ukraine. He's uh, been yeah, on I, our podcast. Been. The Adam yeah.
2: Levinson, the author.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, do, do that thing that he did. We had a lot of fun in Odessa, <laughs> so you, you can do the same. I'll show you around, man. Nice. If we're, if we're not all dead and everything. You it's know? like
1: the only place in the world where you can go to, like, bars, right? I mean, is there any else? To, right like, now. To the best, best nightlife in the entire world.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, listen, it's getting pretty dire uh, oh. because, mm. yeah, I think as of uh, this week or, like, late last le- Last week, we kind of we, we started breaking some records. But listen, officially, our uh, death statistic is very low. Oh, that's all that matters. That's kind that's of official.
1: <laughs> official. I go by the official numbers, <laughs> not the fake news.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, so, uh, the uh, official sort of story is that we test so damn much, and that's <laughs> why the, the numbers are high, you know? But the death rate is low, it's like 100 people. Oh, well, I saw amazing. that.
2: I I looked up the numbers right before we started. It was 17,000 cases and 103 deaths total.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Which is that's like, amazing. I mean, it's it's but,
3: well, but people say, hey, uh, you know, some people die of pneumonia and everything. And it's true. You know, so, uh, you know, yeah. that's how it works.
2: Yeah, yeah. People get it's more happened. people get eaten by sharks. The, the people get
1: thrown out of windows every day. Nobody starts, <laughs> nobody closes up windows. I mean, gets her a band's windows. So exactly, exactly. So your,
2: what? Uh, what do the people think? Like, do people believe this idea that there's only 103 and that it's not a big deal? Or are people like masking up? Oh, you said people aren't masking mostly.
3: But. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, if you sit in the, the progressive part of Twitter verse. <laughs> of belarus
2: Belarusian Twitter.
3: belarus has and a progressive twitterers Twitter. yes yes, yes. <laughs> it's like three wow. people i'm done yeah. i'm not moving yeah. but listen it's the same as uh, you know they're kind of like the democratic party in the united states you know so they uh they're very militant you know and if they see you without a mask they'd be like hey where's your mask you know these people right oh, yeah, the so they're at favor. home yeah so uh, but those are the uh, sort of IT people who work remotely and they don't really okay. finish, you know? The
1: IT people?
3: <laughs> right. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Belarus is called, if you didn't know, it's the IT nation. Oh, <laughs> so, what? Really? I think that, for yeah.
2: Europe? Or for Eastern Europe? Or...
3: Yeah, but it's mainly outsourcing. So Silicon Valley outsourcing uh, is outsourcing all their uh, engineering work to uh, Belarus and other Eastern European countries.
2: So they're not uh, doing like anything India. in Silicon Valley.
3: Cause it's expensive. Come on, you yeah. know, an engineer you got to pay him like three hundred thousand a year minimum. You know, maybe two two or three hundred thousand. Here you can get the same quality of work for fifty k, and the person's going to be wow. super happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's a good living, right? Fifty k is amazing living. My apartment is amazing, and I pay five hundred dollars a month, dude.
2: Wow, I mean, listen, Kaplan and I are both um, on welfare. I haven't even qualified yet, <laughs> yeah. so fifty k yeah. a year would be amazing in New York City for us right now. I have been denied. My brother Tyler. No, yesterday. our, our welfare is more than
1: that, though. If you get it, if you can get it, yeah, if you can get it. It's, more, it's like sixty six k a year if you add it up. <laughs> yesterday,
2: yeah. Tyler Sparks was t- talking to me. He's like, "Hey, we need to go in. I found a house down the street. We can go in and buy it together." I'm like, "How can I qualify for a housing loan? I can't even qualify for welfare."
3: <laughs> yeah dude at least you're uh, living your dream you know because i'm still i'm a i'm a a sales guy you know like i do sales for a startup you know that's for a comedian it's actually it's kind of fun for a comedian it's fun if i wasn't a comedian i would think it sucks so can you uh,
1: can you do comedy right now
3: no uh that's where they
1: cut that's where they drew the line no comedy Everything else goes.
3: All the masks. We still have, uh, ironically, we still have uh, like soccer matches. So soccer matches are cool, but it's it's empty, right? Can you uh, give me
1: a tip on who should I be gambling on? Because I'm jonesing to bet and I see Belarus soccer listed on my site, but I don't know anything about it. So you got to give me some tips. So who, uh, let me follow up
3: uh, on that okay. because uh, <laughs> I, I'll check. I'll I've check the ones. lines.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the <laughs> only sport in the world you can gamble on right now.
3: I, exactly. Yeah. But I've got some real pros who know uh, their stuff, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to lie to you, you know? Okay, good. I, but I can get some insider tips, you know?
1: And are you, are you people wearing it? We saw this, our story about how earlier in the month people were like paying, they had mannequins at the games and you would like put a mask on You're, you could pay to have your own face,
3: put on a mannequin. Oh really? I, uh, I'm no. not aware of that. Oh okay,
1: because then you can say you went <laughs> to the game. Basically, when they when they pan around the crowd, they show your face and
3: no. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But it looks pretty empty. And honestly, you know, all the basically comedy stopped is because people stopped going. And uh, oh. yeah, and the crowds here. This is like the state of comedy prior to COVID thing was amazing. Like uh, if in the Shanghai and Suzhou, if we had like ten people, that was a crowd. There, if it's 10 people, we cancel the show, you know, and I have to do, tell everybody's like, no, 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 let me at least do like my set and then we'll go, you know, because that's a waste of my evening. No,
2: I mean, in New York City, if there's two people, you'll do a show. Exactly.
3: And that's yeah. what I would do. And that's how we used to do it. Right. Yeah. but here, Yeah. But here, if somebody does like, a, a, you know, the headliner, you know, they just do their own show and they're like, ah, shit. Kind of sucked. Just 50 people showed up, you know. Wow,
2: that's pretty good. So, <laughs> yeah. comedy's canceled just because it's, the government didn't cancel anything. It's just like, like, if you wanted to put on a show tonight, you could do it or no?
3: Uh, it might be like, as of recently, you cannot uh, have uh, like mass gatherings. But actually, I think it's still up to 50 people is fine. Oh. But it's just, uh, yeah, but it, uh, people are just responsible. So, they just don't go. And honestly, uh, my first show that I was running, uh, I was supposed to do it on the 20th of March. And we canceled it, even though we didn't have to. But I just didn't feel comfortable doing it. And we already like pre-sold uh, 50-plus tickets, you know? Wow.
2: You're not interested yeah. in just killing people so you can uh, try, yeah, try kinda, a new punchline? <laughs>
3: <that's, laughs> Very yeah, progressive of you. I'll be killing literally. Yeah. Boom.
2: <laughs> we know your corner of Bill, Belarusian Twitter.
1: That you're hanging out
3: on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. You get judged, uh, so you know I'm mm. I'm I'm scared. I'm just uh, a slave to the public, you know. So you're public so opinion. Cap. Go ahead. No, so but things are open. They just have to be small gatherings,
1: like stores uh, and restaurants,
3: and. Yep. Yep. Most uh, some some of them are closed, but it's uh, mainly some of them. It's closed their choice. Down... Yeah, it's their choice.
1: Oh, mm. this is the real uh, libertarian approach.
3: Yep. So, yeah.
2: Kaplan, what well, do you think if they made it? like the choice of the person in the United States, the choice of the small business to close or open. What do you think? How
1: What percentage well, would stay closed? Well, that's the thing. Everyone wants to reopen and we have all these protests here. I don't know if you've seen, but the, uh, a lot of them are, they could open, but they won't have any customers. Like cause most people don't want to go like the second. They would go to a place if there was nobody else in it. But the second they see a crowd, they're not going to go to a place and thus, I don't. I think a lot of places would stay closed because they're not going to be able to make a, make money. I'm going to say you know, the opposite. The,
2: yeah. I say that the, the second you give small businesses a chance to reopen, 100 percent are reopening.
1: It depends America. on what the I you they would want to reopen, but I just don't know. They might go out a bit. I mean, I've seen places are going out of business, you know, Captain, like, can I
2: tell you, I have on good authority that there are currently hair, women's hairdressers around mm. the United States right now that are opening and they're doing speakeasy style. They're
1: like, right. they're putting well, that's, that's a high women need. Women need haircuts. That's they're putting the na- newspaper
2: thing. over their windows saying closed. And then they have a back door and you can go in the back mm. door. This is how Misha and I used to have to do comedy in Sujo. <laughs> so there's no one knows about it. You enter through the back door. They eat email you directly and say like, Hey, we're going to be, you can come this day, but it's like, don't tell anybody don't forward this email. It's literally how we used to sell tickets to our comedy shows.
3: <laughs> and and, and I, now, now they pour you a shot of whiskey, like into those fancy barbershops.
1: Yeah.
3: That equalizer. sounds awesome. It's
1: yeah. yeah. I, my bar- I can tell you a hundred percent of businesses where the owner has children at home. will will open up the second they're allowed to so get the hell out of the house. Just but, to get away. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah. To get away. Even if there's no customers. So what's the,
1: what's the
2: population roughly of Belarus? Uh,
3: 9 million.
2: 9 million and 17,000 cases. I mean, that's not, that's not a lot, but it's a reported case. But it's
3: uh, – yeah, exactly. And we do a lot of testing. Supposedly, we do way more testing – uh, per whatever, uh, than in the U.S. I think because in the U.S. for a while you had a real problem with uh, with testing, right?
1: Yeah, they wouldn't even do it; they couldn't yeah, even get them. But now we're now we're climbing. I mean, New York, New York's kind it together. We do a lot of testing in New York. I don't remember the rest of the country, but it's state by state.
2: Yeah. So that's another question. Is this um, cause the real issue in America right now? Is that nothing's being decided for the whole nation? Every state just decides what they want to do, and as you right. know, having lived here. There's no nothing blocking anyone from moving, going, walking from one state to the next state to the next state. So it's never. Yeah. Is Belarus? Well, there's no real restrictions, but would Most. they be st- nationwide if there was anything?
3: Right, but honestly, uh, our, uh, Belarus is not densely populated. Like okay. I, I kind of see what they're getting at because I can go outside in the evening and not see anybody. Like social distancing is real easy because. It's just, uh, our streets are huge. It's like those wide sort of avenues and everything. It's not like China that you like at four, four AM, uh, the streets are bustling. You have to jump over a baby. There's some grandma <laughs> with her vegetables. You know what I'm talking about, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's not like that here, you know, uh, and even uh, you can take the subway, the subway, seems, uh, people kind of space out. Uh, so, you know, you can, theoretically like you put on a mask, have gloves on and ride the subway for a few stops. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's uh, that big of a deal.
2: And you live in the middle of the major city, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And other like smaller cities is uh, just way more uh, like that, you know, villages and everything, you know, there's, you live in the field. And it's kind of like when I lived in the the South, I lived in Arkansas. I mean, I don't see how you can quarantine there because all the towns there is just a crossroad and it's like Sonic, Burger King, Wendy's, and then like people just live all over the fucking forest and shit, you know, and just <laughs> yeah, drive away. That's,
1: that's America. <laughs>
3: right? <laughs> so what's the point, you know? Right. It, it, the bigger it's problem it's, is the cities
1: in America. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And that's why there's such a divide, what people think we should do in America. If you live out in the middle of nowhere, you're like, we need to reopen back up. There's, It's yeah. insane that I'm closing my hairdresser in the middle of the forest. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but if you're in the middle of New York City, you're like, you think those people are crazy. You know, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. what um, has... Because you know, like economies around the world are getting decimated right now because they're closed. Mm-hmm. But Belarus mm-hmm. isn't closed. Are you guys climbing? Is there any reports on like how it's doing compared to
3: the rest of the world? It doesn't matter because we don't do shit. The, our economy <laughs> is basically we get a cup of Russia's economy and that's it. They give us some oil and we resell it. For, they give you a cut. <laughs> yeah. They, they basically, and their economy is all oil-based. So they just uh, take the oil out of the ground, they sell it, and they give us some some of that cash. Well, that's, and that's not what great we live for on.
1: right. That's now. not good right now. Yeah, it's kind of a bad time to be in the oil game.
3: Yeah, it's true yeah yeah so we're all yeah. fucked do they
1: give you <laughs> barrels to store in your
3: backyard to try to get the price
1: <laughs> you have, Like,
3: hey i honestly i looked into the the thing and it's not like oil is free it's just the money is an illusion is that is that pretty much the, the conclusion that oil we all is
2: free to? yeah that is 100 percent true
3: so uh, you can uh, get gas uh, and it's like is gas any cheaper because gas is not getting any cheaper in america it's way cheaper yeah, I mean well, at least for, where I am, it used to be It's under
1: $2 a gallon here, which I don't know how that translates, but that's really cheap. It used for, to be like $4 a gallon,
2: and yeah. now it's so it's less than half. It's less yeah. than half Do, what
1: it used to be.
3: Well, uh we are getting screwed because before that 2 rubles, $1 was 2 rubles. Now it's 2.5. So the Yeah, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. So and, we should go to Belarus. For another reason. Yeah, if you've got a bunch I, of although, I can
1: throw my kids in, wait, my kids in school? I can go to a soccer game. I can uh sauna which I can take saunas. Uh, uh, I can open up a business. I can we can do a live podcast. We're not drawing more than 50 people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can we can live our lives there. <laughs> we definitely
2: won't draw more than 50 people. No. We'll do a 10 person show. <laughs>
3: yeah. What do we care? You can find a Belarusian mistress. That's popular, you know. Oh. That's something I recommend. <laughs> I think that's
1: allowed in my marriage contract. I think that's allowed.
3: Hey, you so don't, we don't have to We don't have to disclose it, man. Come on, we'll do it the speakeasy style, baby. Come on,
2: (laughs) (laughs) going for. (laughs) So, what about what do you guys hear about Russia? Because we hear here that first of all, I was like, no cases ever. They were just reporting like, whoa, Russia somehow's the one country who's Mm -hmm. escaping. Now the cases seem to be ramping up. But is our news the same as your news, or how does that work?
3: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't take it seriously. And then it all, it was, they kind of followed the uh, New York and Italy model uh, when it all, and also, listen, uh, Russia and Belarus are very much alike, but Belarus is not as corrupt. And we have uh, more, everything is kind of more well-structured. That's what we're known for, you know, and and, uh, well-organized. Like, for instance, our medical system is not getting overwhelmed. You know, we can pretty much handle the, the, you know, uh, the people coming in and they're not, uh, some regions in uh, Russia are just basically overwhelmed and they become the hubs of infection. That's the the problem. And lots of uh, doctors are dying, lots of nurses are dying. Uh you know, the, there's a doctor who supposedly during the meeting fell out of the window. So people oh. are going insane.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. Clumsy yeah. doctors over there. That's how Russia. they solve malpractice in Russia.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's actually insane. I follow it very closely. And uh, it's just every year it becomes crazier and crazier. The corruption stories and i could start telling you you think you know the craziest stuff but it's, it's just tip of the iceberg like if i started like unfolding this whole thing to you you would not believe what i'm telling you you know
2: and then can you like is um can the russian government do they have the ability to come into belarus and arrest people if they want to or whatever however that might work or is that uh, are you pretty autonomous <laughs>
3: We're now very much more uh, autonomous than we were before. We used to uh, be on the way sort of uh, to a uh, unionized sort of uh, just basically the same country we right now, uh, we're pretty much the same country in terms of that uh, the borders are open, but we have separate currencies and everything. But uh, I don't need a visa in Russia, for instance, you know, so it it was pretty lax before. Now, I think they closed the border for the time of the the pandemic. But uh, we're kind of growing apart because uh, you see Putin uh, is his new term. He needs to kind of renew his term on the uh, uh, on I think it's 2024, right?
1: We should interfere in that election.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, we well, well, that's the thing. Uh, according to the constitution, the oh. uh, right now is his last term. <laughs> that's you know? funny. Yeah, exactly. So he needs <laughs> he needs some kind of game, you know. And at first, people thought maybe we'll create a new country that's like Union of Belarus and Russia, and he'll become the president of that. But uh, our loophole. yeah, but our president uh, was like, no, fuck that. You know, and so he was like really uh, tough on that. So that's why now in Russia they're trying to change the constitution. Have you heard about that?
2: Yeah. No, I've not. Uh, I feel, what, spoiler what
3: spoiler alert: they're going to change it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, but they're putting so much stuff in there. They're just kind of like they're freestyling. You know, they're right. putting all kinds of stuff in there. What are is,
2: what are some big things? Give us some hits.
3: Uh, that uh, for instance the the Russian nation is the asnova brazusia it's kind of like so that the because uh, you know Russia has got a, bo- a bunch of minorities but they want to make the the Russians basically the white people I don't know how to explain it right okay, like, yeah. you know Russians, like yeah the, the Russians. Russians yeah the real real Russians are gonna be the base of the nation you know it's okay. it's, it's ridiculous and racist you know yeah and then and then uh, that constitution basically uh, declares uh, – it kind of like restarts his count of presidencies. Yeah. So now he's on his fourth term or something like that, and it just kind of like <laughs> – Because he was
1: – didn't he like – originally he was the president, and then he actually – like he went to be like what, prime ministers in like the exactly. 2000s?
3: mid and, and
1: Yeah, he's like had a puppet, and then he came back, but now exactly. he's got even more brazens, right? That's how – I understand
3: it well. So, yeah. Now he's afraid. Basically, yeah. he's afraid to give power because as soon as he, he might... give power to somebody else, mm-hmm. uh, who knows what what they're gonna do? You know, he's right, afraid right. of what uh, the people are gonna do with him.
2: What What about um? What? Because what do they tell you, or what? Not you, but what do they tell? What did say in the press about where this started? Because there was a thing. Obviously, it started in Wuhan, but who started it? For a while, China was trying to say the U.S. military started it. And then, well, Yeah. What mm-hmm. they, go ahead.
3: Well, well basically, uh, well, when you listen to uh, I don't I don't do it, but if you just watch the national TV, it's it's kind of like Alex Jones, basically. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> That's it's your like official watching. TV station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you think so, box, it's conspiracy think- TV. Well, yeah, but it's all like propaganda and they just make shit up on the spot, man. And it, it, it sounds as crazy as Alex Jones, you know?
1: What are, so, yeah, what are some of the better theories that they got?
3: <laughs> well, they always blame... All their news is uh, how America is trying to, uh, like, undermine our sovereignty and then mm-hmm. Ukraine. And they all, all, always focus on Ukraine. The Ukraine fascists and blah, 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 blah. And then uh, America is trying to, like, sabotage us and everything. So... Uh, but if you listen to like independent news sources now yeah like uh, i mean i've heard the news that it's uh, like a man made virus and everything oh well of course the whole uh, that it, the, that it's uh, the vaccine is going to have a chip in it and it's all the 5g towers oh so that's, whoa, have you that. heard that i haven't even heard that that's a good one. one
1: what is that really dude yeah. that's
3: a prominent dude that's a very prominent theory a lot so of so uh, don't
1: take the vaccine it's going to have a chip in it how are you going to exactly. put a chip in a vaccine
3: it's a microchip man it's a, oh, nano a microchip chip. Oh, yeah no. nano That's chip. yeah billion dollar
1: idea Let's this do is that. a great yeah. idea <laughs> and,
3: and, and it's all it's all invented by george soros and uh, uh Bill the, Gates. Jews. Bill Gates. <laughs> the jews <laughs> so, I'm yeah about- the jews for sure for sure the uh, russian orthodox church uh one of the one of their like extreme leaders he basically just fled out and said that it's all a conspiracy he he said everybody who wants to uh, close the temples, the churches. Is yeah. is may may he be damned, and may he be uh, sent to the and he named the region where the like the uh, Jewish Autonomous Region in uh, in Russia, uh, Burebidjan. So oh, yeah. yeah, so he's basically saying this is like a Judeo Masonic uh, conspiracy, and he called uh, it a nice. pseudo. Yeah, it's a pseudo-pandemic. That's that's good word, I saw too, that. You know? Your president said Pseudo.
2: Pseudo-pandemic is what he calls it. Yeah,
3: right? it's a pseudo-pandemic. Uh, so, yeah, and all those 5G towers, come on. You, you've got people burning 5G towers because that's how it works. You yeah. get a nano vaccine. And <laughs> but you guys have towers, all the best
1: – you have the best IT people, though, so you should be able to crack that if that's the –
3: <laughs> right, but we are, uh, our IT people, they just get the requirements, and uh, we, you know, whatever you tell us to code, we'll You code. have to do it, yeah. yeah. Follow orders. Yeah, follow orders.
2: So, it will be interesting, I mean, I don't know if this is uh, the right terminology, but you guys are essentially, like, if you're not social distancing, you and Sweden are the guinea pigs of the world right now, just like, what happens if we do nothing?
1: Yeah. Are you anno- I mean, are you annoyed, by the way, that you don't get any respect? Sweden against all the headlines in America- as a country, doesn't do anything. Yeah, but they don't No talk one's about talking us. about Belarus. Oh, it's, it's only very, us. we're the only. We're very Russian phobic. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> I'm glad.
3: I'm glad we're under the radar because uh, <laughs> if they start translating his speeches, then uh, Trump is going to be the intellectual. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that so is, your president doesn't is,
1: like Putin, but he also
3: is, in his own way, very similar. Is that or no? He's imagine like he's kind of wise in his own ways, but he's imagine he he used to run a collective farm, you know. So he's like a farmer, like a wise farmer. And oh. he's got kind of a way about him, you know? Where have I
2: heard this? Uh, a farmer <laughs> becomes president. Where have I heard this before?
1: <laughs>
3: Could go wrong. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, if you like mediocrity and you like uh, shitty life, <laughs> is... That's is, great campaign, ad. <laughs> yeah. It's the country for, for you, you know? Uh, it's basically a place where they called poverty... Uh, middle class and people are happy. If you make if you make five hundred dollars a month, you're considered well to do. And it's not like the stuff is super cheap. You know, I mean, stuff in America. There's nothing cheaper than Walmart in America. I'm telling you, <laughs> right. in Arkansas, and that's the cheapest stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walmart in Arkansas or like mm-hmm. Sam's Club. I think it's the cheapest stuff you can find on the planet, dude.
2: It's cheaper than
1: Belarus. <laughs> what were you yeah, doing dude. in
3: Arkansas, by the way? You were. I, I, I went to a Christian school. With oh. Drew Fralick. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a
1: whole other topic, but yeah.
3: Uh, Baptist <laughs> yeah. was that correct? Baptist. Uh, Church of Christ. Church of Christ.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Not a, not of Latter Day Saints.
2: But, no, mm. current day Saints. Current. Day yeah, the Saints.
3: current day. Yeah. yeah, we're the current day Saints. <laughs>
1: current day Saints. <laughs> <laughs> Much more. All right. Well, that's for next podcast. We're yeah. gonna go into that. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. Are you guys? Uh, are you guys having a military parade in a couple of days?
3: Dude, I was just gonna say that because yeah. that's the craziest stuff. Because we,
1: yeah. we're we're fired up for that
3: we're yeah, excited exactly we want to watch that, how do we watch yeah. <laughs>
1: dude
3: uh, seriously man we're gonna have the fucking parade man that means just like flooded the, the streets in, usually, usually are flooded with people man in your town in minsk yeah yeah in the capital and i hope nobody shows up man i don't know how they're gonna do it maybe they're gonna all space them out i don't know <laughs> i don't know Because, listen, it's for the, uh, you know, the veterans of the World War II, right? I mean, they're like 100 years old. They're like the top of the. They
1: should not be. Yeah, those, if anyone who's alive still who's a vet from World War II should not be out in the public with a lot of people. Those are the number one. Yeah. I mean, if if they are out in the
2: public, they should have a lot of vodka in them to make sure they don't get it, right? They should put them all in a sauna to honor the vets. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's the way...
3: They have, like, a portable sauna. They're going to just parade it down the main avenue. So The greatest
1: Belarus generation
3: is invincible. (laughs) So
2: what are the conversations like this, like, with your friends out? I mean, do you guys go to coffee shops and you sit around and talk about how crazy this is? Or do you have friends who are on the side? Is it split? Like, do you have friends who are like, no, this is the right thing to do, you know?
3: Uh, Yeah. uh, I mean, first of all, when you go outside, and sometimes I do, you know, and just kind of, like, Observe people around. A lot of them are like shaking hands, and you see a lot of that around uh, very few people. And you know, they look progressive, they look like hipsterish and everything. They look like they, you know, invented rock and roll. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Invented rock and roll. Yeah, you you see some cool person, you're like, Are you dumb? Are you, you know, why am I wearing. Why am I wearing a mask? Are you, are you not aware of what's going on? And listen, I understand when it was like 150 people, I was also like, I was wearing a mask, but I was like, yeah, you know, it's 100 people. But then it's like 1,000, I'm panicking, and then it's like 5,000, now it's 17,000, you know? And it's now they're adding like almost a 1,000 a day, and there's no uh, plateau in, in sight. Yeah. So I'm panicking, you know? Now I'm not going out at all, and... But if, like, I look outside, people seem to be having fun, you know.
2: Well, we've talked about this before in the podcast. The weirdest phenomenon that we've had over this whole thing is when, like, yeah, and I quarantined on March tenth, I think, mm-hmm. for about ten days to two weeks. And then we just you assume when you're inside your house all the time, you assume everyone else is too. And then yep. you go out on the street and it's like the craziest mind warp to be like, wait, none of these people care?
3: I thought <laughs> everyone cared. Yeah. 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 Well, dude, how, how is it in the States? Like in, in New York City, if you go out on, on the street, a lot of people are not wearing masks. Is that?
1: I mean, Kaplan's there right now. No. Um, it depends. It probably depends on your neighborhood. Like you're in my neighborhood, most people are wearing masks. Uh, I heard somebody told me yesterday they drove through Harlem and like nobody was wearing masks. She also told me that in her neighborhood in Astoria, which is kind of like to explain it, she said it's a kind of Trumpy kind of neighborhood. Nobody wears masks there either. Trumpy neighborhood. So it's like a combination of like, yeah, it's like the, basically the white people who are like progressively the same people you're describing. They're all wearing masks and like, but everyone else is like sort of hit or miss. Some are, some are. not The police are going around, though, now and handing out masks. And, like,
3: they they can't make you wear them, but they sort of, like, they sort of guilt you into wearing them. So, there's see, But, see, in Russia, they didn't take it seriously. And then they uh, created this quarantine, and it's kind of harsh, you know. And now you see videos of cops just attacking people. Yeah. I want to watch those videos. uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, check it out. There's one, a really good one, a SWAT team. Uh, five people with like Kalashnikovs and shit attacking a fisherman, an old fisherman. Is <laughs> That's awesome! I swear to God, I I've, already, God. I've
2: been saying for uh, two months now on this podcast that I think that if you want to get everyone inside in America, in New York City, you go up, to, drive up to a basketball game, and the cops just shoot five people. That's all. Just shoot five. Everyone will go inside, <laughs> well, I, and it'll don't be think over. I understand how
1: a free society works. <laughs> <laughs> listen you gotta well,
2: we're not we're in unprecedented times Kaplan. you gotta you gotta bend yeah, what, sometimes Kaplan. Yeah. i mean uh misha last five minutes though because i know you have to run but i want to ask you about stand-up the stand-up scene and how it's going for you as a comedian in uh belarus because you started with us and we all started together in china you were doing comedy almost every day but you were doing it in english and then you went <laughs> back and started doing it in your mother language
3: yeah was that Uh, It was a a huge... It was a switch, you know? Basically, I became all of a sudden not so good. But the thing is, uh, there's no competition. There's, like, 20 comics, man. And, uh, you know, maybe there's 50 people who would call themselves comics, but still, like, our... Open mics, if we have like 20 people signed up uh, for an open mic, that's considered too many, you know, usually it's like 12, 15 or something, you can get enough stage time. So I started kind of uh, developing quite fast. And just because I had that uh, Shanghai Suzhou experience. Uh, i kind of i had to basically start thinking like my people and start you know, cuz nobody gives a shit about my chinese experience did you find that to be <laughs> true
2: i found the first year or so yes and then i got basically i feel like i got better and i got to a point where i could well not only that i got to understand american culture better and got i could it. figure yeah. out exactly. what
3: they would be interested
2: in and what they exactly. would not and then i yeah. twisted into that
3: yeah, but, you know, remember, like, a joke about Ai that would kill in uh, Shanghai? because Here, they don't care. They would be like, and if you say that you had, uh, like, a lady, like, a cleaning lady, they're like, fuck you. Who well, the that's the other thing. thing you like, are, you making
2: know? fun of yeah. your maid is, like, a big part of comedy yeah. in China. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah, in America, yeah.
3: you can't do that because it's like, well, you yeah, have a maid. Crazy. Yeah, that's well, crazy.
2: Yeah. It depends where you do it, I guess. I mean, Kaplan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it depends on yeah, where you it- do it.
3: Yeah. yeah, but it's like real bourgeois, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, in China, it was just a normal thing, and we all felt good about it because we're employing somebody, right? And we're nice to them in every way. Well, and everything. Well, we were just trying to get a laugh any way we could. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. And Turner
1: makes fun of me for having a cleaning person in it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, honestly, the uh, right before COVID, the infrastructure, like the, uh, the 2019, was really great. We had uh, you can go to like two or three sometimes open mics a night, and uh, you can have shows. And uh, people uh, like can tour and everything. And honestly, if you want to have, uh, if you want to make like five hundred dollars, you can do it. You know, uh, which is so what you say. Some people
2: make in a month. Exactly.
3: Yeah. You make so, that no, a night? I, no, 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 not a night. I'm oh, saying if saying, you want to make the standard Belarusian wage, you can do it. uh good. Doing stand up. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I, uh, come on, that's not. <laughs> what kind of life is that? You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> I'm spoiled now uh and you know i i work with a startup and basically if you have uh, a job where you work for an american company here you're kind of uh you know you're 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 well considered well to do yeah and so i'm kind of still uh, in between i was almost tempted to like do it full time but also it's not like uh you know i would spend my time wisely like i have plenty of time you know my worst enemy is like my alcoholism and my procrastination you know (laughs) sure that's all of us (laughs) yeah so uh so for now i can i can kind of do both and i'm trying to do both and as you know i started writing uh short stories in russian now i've got like an editor that i'm kind of so i'm doing a lot of like content creation and everything and uh, uh the good thing is not a lot of people doing it. And the people who are doing it, some of them are not very good. Like I, I so wanted you to kind of see it and I wanted to like look at it through your, or like Andy's eyes because uh, you, I hope you would see it the way I see it too. There's a lot of hack, you know, a lot of people who, I I mean, comedy here is like what 20 uh, like 18 to 25 year olds do. So it's a completely different vibe, you know? Yeah. Okay. so in my stuff like i try to be like delaney bruce of belarus you know what i mean like <laughs> right i'm the you
2: might be after that. this podcast you might get <laughs> yeah. arrested we'll see <laughs> yeah yeah cool. dude
3: I, I got arrested twice not for stand-up though but like disorderly uh well i got taken into the police wait station. what? can you give for us what? a quick yeah.
2: story i know <laughs> no, you yada, yada yada yada. <laughs> just,
3: yeah, just talking shit uh to like an undercover cop and everything uh, i was with a count but I was doing kind of, like, my stand-up thing, you know, and uh, he didn't think it was funny. Wait, you were on stage? No, I wasn't. I was at this uh, – uh, I basically started uh, – my. I was with a friend, right? And my friend was sitting on the ground. We're kind of drunk and everything, you know, and we're in this, uh, uh, like, public place, but you can drink there. And this guy just comes and starts uh, – telling her to get up and everything. And I go, who are you? And he goes like, "Uh, yeah, I'm undercover right now, but I'm actually a cop. And I'm like, dude, your job is to tell people to get up from the ground. You know, your life has no meaning. (laughs) I'm just uh, talking (laughs) shit like that. Yeah. And then he just, uh, we go outside, he starts smoking under the non-smoking sign. I start uh, uh, taking a video of him and I'm like, hey, come on, you're breaking the law too. And he just like gestures to uh, some guy and there's like, and they already have. It's like a, a place where at 11, there's always, like, a uh, car that just takes all the drunks and all the... Nice.
1: The drunk tank. Let's go, yeah, Cap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love this Belarus. This is the best. It sounds I'm fun. Telling you. I'm so yeah. upset my family left.
3: Dude, you should definitely come visit, and I'll show you that place. It's, uh, it's like... Uh, it's an old Soviet place, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, all the drunks of the town, you know, they just come and drink there. Because it's like a public place. It's not a bar. It's more like a store. Are they <laughs> Soviet style. And they're open right now? They're open, just like everything else? Yeah, yeah. Oh, now they're open, yeah.
1: Sounds like a very safe environment. Heaven on earth.
3: Yeah, it's heaven on earth So yeah, uh, as soon as this uh, shit comes back to normal I'm gonna, you know, keep doing it And listen, you get a following easy Cause uh, like I've got some people who are interested in my stuff And they're kind of getting it And I've got a few like-minded comics So that's cool too uh, so we kind of splitting up into cliques, but also we're kind of we respect each other too. You know, if somebody from Moscow talks shit about Minsk, you're like, get the fuck here. Get out Even of here. Even though Moscow. I don't like these people, go back to yeah. Moscow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go back to Moscow. You know, you <laughs> provincial Moscow. fools. You know, who, who the fuck are provincial you anyway? Provincial you know? fools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so I, I love my people, but within ourselves, uh, you know, amongst ourselves, we can we can kind of like squabble and shit. But uh, you know, it's That's I think every it's normal. That's everything. But it's a good thing. You know, that's why, you know, I feel like KFK was much better than the other scene in Shanghai where everybody's like, oh, everybody's great. Everybody's. No, you're not great. Listen, we can
2: say it now. We're long gone. They sucked. <laughs> yeah, oh, we said. Thank Why do you. I care. Our thank kung you. fu comedy had the best club. We had the best scene. We also produced comedians who are still working around the world now, where the other one yeah, doesn't. Dude. They've all quit. So this yeah. is a this is a conversation for like three people. But whatever. <laughs> no, there are do <laughs> hey, people, people don't know what we're talking it. about. But
3: dude, this is so refreshing, man. Because sometimes uh, you uh, you can feel so isolated here, you know? Because uh, People, they think they know stand-up, you know. After three years, they already start headlining and everything. And some of them have never heard of, like, Lenny Bruce or Patrice O'Neill. They all all know Louis C.K., you know, even though I've never seen a good translation of Louis C.K. And, in fact, when I watch him in Russian, I'm like, oh, my God, he's vulgar and he's... You know, uh, well, jerking so off, Have you seen him, Have you seen him
1: jerking? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> do they, does the jerking off in Russian, how does that, yeah, how do you translate it,
3: that? They were completely fine with it. It was funny uh, that uh, you tell them that story and they're like, what's the problem? What yeah, did you do wrong? Total. It's like, okay, but what did you do wrong, though, you know? Yeah, a cop was doing that at no.
1: <laughs> that, that oh bar. Gosh. All right, well, Misha, thank uh, you, hey, man. Hey, how
2: did, hey I hey, have hey. One,
1: one question real quick. Because you didn't, you, you, I have FC Minsk is facing FC Gorodeya tomorrow in soccer. You got, you can't get me. Who do I bet on? Drago Minsk,
3: dude. Uh, let me talk to my uh, to my <laughs> all right, guy. Get back to I'll me. You, yeah, yeah, I yeah, 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 I need some action. I need some action. I'll give you some tips. For Misha, sure. how
2: do people find you? I know you have a podcast. It's in Russian, right?
3: But uh, just uh, my channel, my uh, YouTube channel, and I'm on Twitter. But it's all in Russian. Yeah, listen. All my content is now in Russian because. Yeah, it's easier. There's no competition. So, uh, I
2: will link it in the bottom of this episode.
3: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you you very much. Uh, We'll talk about, uh, you know, other stuff. Sounds good. Great to talk to you. We'll see you later. I love you guys. Thanks for doing the pod. Appreciate it. Love you too, Misha. Stay safe. Bye bye.
2: All right, Kaplan. Let's get to the news. All right. Play the music. All right, we're back. Thank you to Misha Kalen for doing the podcast. That was yeah. fantastic. He had just... to
1: run there. The authorities, I think, were at his door. For some <laughs> <of content there. laughs> he had to go to a trouble. meeting. Let's just yeah. set
2: the record straight. He had a right. meeting to get to, but uh, that was awesome. I want to. Um, I want to hear more. Um, but first news. Did he have to go
1: to a meeting? He had to actually physically go. That's the difference, by the way. I think he had to physically yeah. go to yeah. a meeting. Wow. He on the Zoom.
2: Had to go to a military parade as well. Oh. So, <laughs> first news story of the week comes to us from Time Magazine, Kaplan. Yeah. Um, Big news out of Belgium. Officials mm-hmm. say to save the, co- the country's potato industry, Belgium's must eat more French fries. This is yeah. this is a problem that would go over very well in the household I'm staying in right now. My niece Natalie, that's all she
1: eats, french fries, breakfast, lunch, yeah. dinner. French Actually, fries. Ruby Kaplan, Ruby Kaplan loves french fries and she loves them with like a off pasta and french fries. Yes. It's like all white meal or rice and french fries. Really. Same here. It can be yeah. anything
2: yeah. plus french fries.
1: Yeah. You, yeah. But yeah. usually it's, it's, really. it's pasta. It's pasta with no maybe cheese but definitely no sauce. And you know there's some kids menus that like understand this. So sometimes a like, kids menu You'll get like macaroni and cheese, like everything on a kid's menu come with French fries. I've noticed at restaurants when they used to be open, and like you'll be like macaroni and cheese will come with French fries, and you think that's disgusting. Why would they? like an adult would never do that? But I don't think do that. Yeah, they're not children are not thinking I of what think, is this
2: pair best with.
1: Yeah, and that's what the Belgians need to start thinking. Is what I'm trying to say. If well, they want to get their people sense. to eat,
2: it's just give me what I want to eat. I don't care if this goes well with that. Just give me what I want. I want French fries.
1: Yeah, well, I think in Belgium – so in Belgium, they're having – they have too many potatoes basically because of the – of everyone being on quarantine and people aren't going to their like fancy Belgian French fries. You know, like the palm Frites. Have you been to that place in New York or those kind of places? No, come on. The, the, these fancy French fries places. This is the problem. Belgian French fries, I don't know they are in Belgium, but in America, they're like $10 for like a little – I got- Cause they put them in that thing that like wrapping newspaper cone French fries. Yes. It's if you put French fries in a newspaper immediately, a they could cost $7 more. Yeah. And if you, instead of ketchup, if you have curry ketchup or like some fancy dipping sauce, you can charge like $12 for a thing of fries at McDonald's would be $2. Yes. And I think that's the problem. They're being, fa- people are fine with that when they're in like party mode, I'm going to restaurants, I'm living it up. But now that you're in quarantine and you're getting things to go, or whatever, you're not going to... Why would you do that with French fries? You're just eating frozen bag French fries like everyone else. And so yeah, the whole I would imagine stuff.
2: Belgium French fries in Belgium are probably yeah. not as expensive, but
1: maybe so. Oh, Who knows? you think it's one of those things where we are charging more because we're charging Belgium. I think yeah.
2: anything in America, if you throw a European country's name on it, you can charge mm.
1: double. Everyone knows that. And but, uh, that's what's happening. So, yeah. so they need to call them like freedom fries in reverse. Yeah. The way we did it. And then people rose as patriotic. It's patriotic Belgium. to eat the fries. Yes. What, uh, what do you think, the item that we would need to like? Like, we're gonna have this problem with America. Like, this is gonna like patriotic duty. to eat. Like I mean, hopefully, something... it's pork. I really hope it's. <laughs> oh, pork. you're gonna.
2: I have a friend right now who his son raised a pig for 4-H class. Do you do you know what 4-H class is? You're familiar, right?
1: No idea what you're talking about. Are you serious? What does that mean? 4-H class, like army? 4-H. Is that like that sounds like something out of the 50s? What's 4-H class? All right, this is what people, you
2: know, not in your fancy-pantsy uh, New York City high-rise apartment, but people who live in real America, what yeah. they do is in school, in junior high, in high school, you can join this club where you raise an animal for oh a whole God. year with the- is no, the idea – I mean, listen, I, I think most people listening to this podcast, outside of you and Weber, will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you raise an animal, and then at the end of the year, you sell it f- so it can be slaughtered for food. It's a pig, oh. it's a cow. Mm. Usually it's a pig, whatever it might be. My friend's son, Scott Kate, he's raised a pig. This, this, his son's raised a pig all year. Now you can't sell pigs because none of these um, – no one's at work at these, pig, far- at these uh, pig factories or whatever you sell it to, Right. So he's trying to now. He's sending out an email, being like, "Does anyone need a pig?" But typically, you get to keep the money. You know, you sell the pig, whatever you sell it for. Someone cuts it up into bacon. You keep the money.
1: Yeah, the the, the but uh, two things. One is that isn't, isn't there a, a shortage in a meat shortage. I was worried about you because Tyson meat plants—they're like had an outbreak of coronavirus. Yeah, but In it's a double-edged—it's
2: a, a double-edged knife here because there is a shortage of beef, but there's also a shortage of people. No one's going into work at these pork—I mean, sorry, oh. it's no one's going into work. So those pork places aren't buying—they're not buying pigs as they used to. So literally, uh, my friend can't get rid of this pig. Now he, he can't has, sell like, to
1: a private to a person, though. Who, oh, because they know how to slaughter it. You got <laughs> You have to know how to pig. slaughter
2: it. So that's what he's doing. He's yeah. he told me yesterday he's putting out an email just to everyone he knows. Like, does anyone want a pig? Three dollars a pound. This is like
1: a pig. modern version of Charlotte's Web. Someone like the pig's going to survive somehow. The the spider created the coronavirus. Exactly. Way Kaplan. Them. Last story of the week comes to us from
2: the unit, the Miami Hurricane. My college newspaper. I used to your write for the Miami town.
1: Hurricane. We're going your, home. Your picture's on the wall. I believe in the headquarters there. It's on the Famous wall. Famous alum. Yes, it is. Very much so. Uh, I mean, you wrote that expose in Highlight. I remember accompanying you for that. Right? <laughs> you did. You and, I Miami to, Hur- you and I went to Miami <laughs> Highline, got drunk on a Friday
2: <laughs> afternoon, gambled on sports. Yeah. UM instructor, University of Miami instructor resigns after TikTok, a pornographic bookmark, goes viral. Let me read the rest of this because those are a lot of words that don't seem to go together. A University of Miami instructor was teaching a business analytics class over Zoom and sharing his screen with the students when one student spotted something unexpected, a pornographic bookmark tab describing college girls. This is a bookmark. It wasn't a video. It was a little... Not even a uh, not even. How do, you, a cat. how do you see how do you see some of these bookmarks? I, I hope I don't know, but this guy resigned based off of that. His name's Zhang Peng Zhang. But Shout out John in English is a J-H-O-N-G. His last name Zhang is in Chinese Z H A N G. But anyway, he's no longer employed at UM. I
1: disagree. I don't. wait You're have to – gonna find. <laughs> well, I'm reading. I'm reading. The bookmark was busty college girl. Fu, and then it was cut off. I guess so oh, maybe bu- it was uh uf maybe that's the problem that it was university of florida yeah you gotta be smart about the porn you're looking at yeah you gotta stay te- local i mean we're doing our first ever zoom uh podcast and i don't know can you see like my uh bookmarks because i've able- no. got to figure this shit out now <laughs> no, i don't want no. our fans no yeah, i can't i can not- only
2: see you so what oh because i'm a- not sharing a screen with you so i'm not going to oh. share a screen no, no, no. That's, definitely don't share screen. That's got
1: to be... I got to see what's up. Let's see. I got Belarus gambling ready for... Yeah, I got... No, I don't, I don't have any porn up. All right, good. What I do guess. you
2: think? Do you think that's a fireable... I mean, he didn't fire. He, he wasn't fired. I think you should be fired for being an adult and having TikTok.
1: No, no. They made a TikTok of it. They made a TikTok of his screen, and they shared it. That's what it is. Oh, like, they did, did a TikTok just... video. Yeah, that's so lame. That's what, a a narc. Just, what about the snitches? Yeah, this whole... I mean, this whole coronavirus is, this is, is breeding. I've been talking about this before. Like, while I'm against people who aren't social distancing, I don't like all the narc culture. It's inspiring. A people generation are taking photos. of narcs. Yeah. And now we're having it, narcs on your professor. Your guy's trying to teach you a class. He's trying to make, he's he, so what's, you wouldn't even have known that he likes busty college girls. And what's wrong with like, he, they're not underage. As long as they're college age, they're they're above age. How old's the professor? What if he's, Well, if they're
2: underage, then he should be going to prison. That's a different thing altogether. But he's not allowed
1: to like. Busty college girls. I mean, who doesn't like busty
2: college? Not to mention, think. we're all figuring out technology together right now. It took me an hour just to lo- just to start doing this podcast because I had to get a Zoom account. I had to then right. figure out how to share. Uh, how to? And he might not know
1: Zoom. anything about text. He might have somebody might have sent him that once. He might be on some chain with some creepy uncle of his. He can't get off the chain. He gets these emails. He accidentally bookmarks it. You, you, who knows? I have an idea.
2: How about instead of getting this guy to resign? This is what I would call a teachable moment.
1: Yes, Your professor has you.
2: been teaching you all semester uh, analytics. Why don't you return the favor and teach him how to not how to um, be more discreet when he's yeah.
1: enjoying himself? Yeah, and if you're going into a career analytics, I mean, you might have to have uh, you might have to look at some uh, some porn on the internet sometimes. And you well, might not have the most gonna, exciting job. You're definitely going
2: to be working with people of all ages. This is thing that college kids don't necessarily understand. Not everyone's going to be your age. Yeah. You're going to be working with a 65-year-old person at the, at the cubicle might, who, next to you. Who
1: might be a creep on, on his computer, but it doesn't mean he's doing anything wrong. God that's... bless him. He's not the Zodiac Killer. He's just trying to have a good time. <laughs>
2: yeah. Anyway, yeah, that absolutely. is the that's,
1: podcast. That's tough. We're over living. Misha
2: it. Kalen, thank you for doing it. Everybody, check me out Friday. This Friday, I'm a Zoom comedian now, as we talked about earlier. So Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, I will be on Zoom. You can get it all at turnersparks.com. You can register. Either hang out Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, or next Monday night uh that is may 12th no may 11th at 9 15 p.m eastern either one of those i'll be doing comedy on zoom it's a great time come hang out cap
1: are you gonna are you gonna share any porn by accident with i will the, not with the, i will guarantee you do that. any prop comedy no none all right that is we'll the podcast
2: Kaplan, what should we do get lost get lost <laughs>